0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Lilies in the Valley podcast. I am your host, Sister Miko C. Deal, and I'm so glad to have you here today. This is where the word is learned, the spirit is fed, and your direction is led. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm so glad that you could be with us on today. Of course, this is part two of the two episode drop. Of course, um, we are dropping Esther, and I believe it was episode five and episode six. So we are dropping episode five and six of Esther on December fifth, Monday today. And I hope you are enjoying it. Ha ha sorrow. Got excited. I get excited when it comes to the Lord. So I would say forgive me, but I want you to just join me. All right. So let's not forgive one another, but let's be faithful in the joy of the Lord. All right. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Father God, we thank you. We thank you that we will be spirit led, spirit fed in the mighty name of Jesus, that your word will come alive in our womb, that it shall spring up on the inside of us in the mighty name of Jesus and give us everything we need for depression, for the times we feel defeated, for the anger, for the offense, for the times we want to rebel, for the times we feel like we've been left behind, unseen, unheard, don't matter to people, Lord God, I pray. That your word take root in the mighty name of Jesus, and it gives us everything we need. Father God, everything we can find in you. Faith, everything we can find in you. Love, everything we can find in you. Peace, everything we can find in you. Joy, everything we can find in you. Guidance, everything we can find in you. Healing, everything we can find in you. Deliverance, everything we can find in you. You crush our enemies and the things we can find in you. You grow us. Prune us, you stretch us, you bend us, but we do not break in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. I thank you for those that will hear this episode, they will lean on your understanding, not my understanding, not my meaning, but your meaning in the mighty name of Jesus. According to First John 4 and 6, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we thank you, we thank you that we are giving you everything, we are pouring our hearts to you, we are crying out to you, Abba Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we decrease and you increase in the mighty name of Jesus, that this shall be shared, that this shall be liked, that this shall be given to those uh, that needed most in their time, uh, that they needed most. Lord God, we don't want to uh, 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 increase over you. We want to decrease. We want to have our spiritual ears heightened so we can hear you. We want to give you the time you deserve, not 10, not 15, but an hour, two Hours, three hours, two days, one day, three days, Lord God. We want to fast and pray and we want to lay down everything that arrests us, everything that holds us down, everything that is trying to sabotage us, even our own minds, even our own thoughts that we think against ourselves. We surrender it at the altar in the mighty name of Jesus and get up with all power in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over our mind, over our speech, over our eyes, over our hands to work for you over our feet that take the journey that you have put us on in the mighty name of Jesus. And we touch and agree and we say amen and thank God. We thank you because you are the matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, if you have joined us today, I want to say thank you. And if you are new here today, I would thank God that it won't be your f- just your first time, but it won't be your last time. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for meeting us. Thank you for greeting us. And thank you for being with us on today. So in part two of our two episode drop. We are finding ourselves in the end part of chapter 7, and in this episode, we are going to wrap up 7, 8, 9, and 10, so come on, somebody, hold fast to your seats, because here we go. So, chapter 7, verse 9, this is after the uh, queen has revealed, Queen Esther has revealed to King Asuras, who has decided to kill the Jews and kill Mordecai. The king has decided he delighteth in him much and show Queen Esther at her banquet, her two-day banquet. So it was very illustrious, let me tell you. It was like Thanksgiving and Christmas rolled all up into one, hallelujah. And uh, she is allowed uh, the king to know what her request is. And her request is that uh, the man who set out to destroy all the Jews and uh, uh, have them come to demise, you know, Mordecai included, be dealt with. So he asks her who it is. She points to Haman. And the king is so outdone, he's got to go into the garden. He got to get up and go think about this now. He's like, Lord, have mercy. What saith the Lord? What you say now? That's how he's responding. What? You got to be kidding me. What? So he goes out into the garden to have a moment. And while he's out in the garden having a moment, Haman is throwing himself at at Queen Esther's feet like, Lord, please save my life. Please. You understand? He is saying to her, "Uh, uh, find some mercy upon me. The same mercy that he didn't have, he wants her to have. Come on, somebody. So when he's doing this, you know, King Assurus, Assurus comes back in and is like, oh, so you just gonna you know, lay yourself all over my wife too while I'm right here up in my house. See, he can't do nothing right at this point. At this point, everything he does is seen wrong. (laughs) Come on, somebody. So now we find ourselves at chapter seven, verse nine. Now, Harbana. One of the eunuchs said to the king, look, the gallows 50 cubits high, which Haman made for Mordecai, who spoke good on the king's behalf, is standing at the house of Haman. The The king said, hang him on it. Then the king said, hang him on it. Then the king said, hang him on it. Then the king said, hang him on it. So they hung, verse 10, Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the king's wrath subsided. Ah, Come on, somebody. And as we find ourselves in chapter 8, verse 12, on one day in all provinces of King Asurus, on the 13th day of the 12th month, which is the month of Adar, Adar meaning glorious, hmm? A copy of the document was be, to be issued as a decree in every province and published for all people, so that the Jews would be ready on that day to avenge themselves on their enemies. Because if we look earlier in verse eight, uh, on that on that day, King assures chapter 8, excuse me, verse 1, gave Queen Esther the house of Haman, the enemy of the Jews. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told how he was related to her. So the king took off his signet ring, which he had previously given to Haman, and gave it to Mordecai, uh, Mordecai, and and, and Esther appointed Mordecai over the house of Haman. Now Esther spoke again to the king, fell down at his feet and implored him with tears to counteract the evil of Haman that the Agagite— because that's what Haman was, he was an Agagite, and the scheme which he had devised against the Jews. And the king held out the golden scepter toward Esther. So Esther arose and stood before the king and said, if it pleases the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the the thing seems right to the king, I am pleasing in his eyes. Let it be written to revoke the letters devised by Haman, the son of Hamanath, the Agagite, which he wrote to annihilate the Jews who are in all the king's provinces for how can I endure to see the evil that will come to my people, or how can I endure to see the destruction of my countrymen? Okay, so the king's scribes called all at that time in that third month, which is the month of Sivan, and on the 23rd day, and it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded to the Jews, that the Satraps, the governors and the princes of the province from India to Ethiopia, 127 province in all, to every province in its own school. What do I tell you about te- technical difficulty? If I could tell all of you all what we go through to make sure that these episodes get to you, my goodness, you could fill up a book, but let's continue. So everyone in their own language is where we left off. Come on, somebody. And he wrote in the name of King Ashurus, verse 10, still chapter 8, sealed it with the king's signet ring and sent letters by couriers on horseback, riding on royal horses bred for swift steeds. By these letters, the king permitted the Jews who were in every city to gather and protect their lives to destroy, kill, and annihilate all the forces of any people or province that would assault them, both little children and women, and to plunder their possessions on the day in all the province king assures on the 13th day of the 12th month, which is Adar. Remember, Adar means glorious the verse 14 the couriers who rode on royal horses went out and hastened and pressed on by the king's command and the decree was issued in the Shoshan, the citadel so Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal apparel of blue and white blue is my favorite color by the way <laughs> and I love me some white yeah! with the great crown of gold and garment of linen line of fine linen and purple and the city of Shushan rejoiced and was glad the Jews had light and gladness joy and honor and the then many of the people of the land became Jews because fear of the Jews fell upon them fear of the Jews fell upon them verse nine I'm excuse me chapter nine verse seven all of par Honda, Dalfan, Aspat, Paratha, Adalia, Aditha, and so on and so forth. Then the 10 sons of Haman, the son of Hamadath the enemy of the Jews, they killed, but they did not lay a hand on the plunder. So they killed all of Haman's sons. Okay. And they didn't put a hand on the plunder, meaning their material possessions. They didn't touch them. And so on that day, the number of those who were killed in Shushan the citadel was brought to the king. And then Esther, if it pleases the king, let it be granted to the Jews who are in Shoshan to do again tomorrow, according to today's decree. So in verse nine, you see that the Jews destroy all their mentors through all 127 provinces. They start killing all the people that plotted against them to kill them, all their enemies, uh, women, children. It didn't matter. Everybody died okay they've been given the permission the Jews have been given the permission to kill. now remember before they get permission so many of the people become Jews because of the fear of the Jews so now you got the original Jews and the people who have become Jews killing everybody who is against them their enemies and now Queen Esther says if it pleases the king verse 13 chapter 9 let it be granted to the Jews who are in the Shushan today uh, to do again tomorrow according to today's decree so on on the 13th day, they are decreed to kill everybody. But in the Shosham, the citadel where Haman lived on the 14th day, come on. You understand? So let me get these numbers straight because it is in the word of God and you can find them. So as it is gone forth, the decree to do as to destroy their tormentors, their enemies, is on the 13th day. And as that is going on, there is another decree that Queen Esther is asking the permission to be granted from King Assurus, so that where Haman had lived, they can go ahead and destroy their enemies again. And that was on the 14th day. So on the 14th day, the month of Hadar, a glorious month, which is viewed in the Hebrew calendar, the Jewish calendar, uh, to be around uh, March or April. um, It is seen that these the 13th day and the 14th day have let this decree go out. So, um. As that goes out, um, it is granted by King Assurus to Queen Esther that those days be, uh, days that they can rectify, resolve, resolve, and destroy their Tormentors and enemies. So in verse 16 of chapter 9, the remainder of the Jews in the king's provinces gathered together and protected their lives and had rest from their enemies and killed 75,000 of their enemies, but they did not lay a hand on their plunder. This was the 13th day of the month of Adar, and on the 14th of the month they rested and made it the day of feasting. Now remember, that is the 13th and 14th day of everyone. Else, but remember in Shushum the citadel where Hermon lived and was his land, they were allowed to plunder on the 14th day and on the 15th day they rested. So, 13th and 14th, stay with me, is the day of plundering, uh, 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 uh killing, you know, uh, disseminating the enemies and the uh tormentors of the Jews and their plunder, which is their material possessions, they don't even touch because that's not really what they were after. They weren't after killing them so they could have their materials. They were after killing them because they plotted to kill them. They plotted to torment them. They plotted to tear them down and disseminate the whole culture and race of the Jewish people. And they were not right to do so because they had not had done anything to them. And so when King Ashurus gave this decree and declaration on the behalf of Queen Esther's request and Mordecai's request, uh, it was granted to the 126 provinces, one being the province of Haman, that their destruction and and, and killing and murdering and, and everything of the enemies of the Jews be done on the 14th day, and their day of rest be the 15th day. And the 126 provinces who uh, were initially um, destroyed, the uh, tormentors and enemies of the Jews was done on the 13th day. So I want you to note all of those things, because those things are important about the knowledge that you are going to get from this text. So this was, uh, uh, we get into uh, the 18th verse but the Jews of chapter nine, but the Jews who were at Shoshone assembled together on the 13th day. Remember, I told you that. And a day as well as on the 14th day and on the, excuse me, the enemy ain't going to get no joy. We've done it. And on the 15th of the month, they rested and made it a day of feasting and gladness. This is a holiday known as the Purim. The Purim is come about because of this. The Jewish to this day celebrate celebrate the uh, holiday of Purim because it is the day that the Jews were victorious over their enemies. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It was the day that the Jews were victorious over their enemies. And show, therefore the Jews villages who dwelt in the unwalled town celebrated the 14th day of the month, Adar, with gladness and feasting as a holiday and for sending presents to one another. Huh. The real Christmas. Okay. And Mordecai wrote these things and sent letters to all the Jews near and far who were in all the provinces of King Ashuras, to establish among them that they should celebrate yearly the 14th and the 15th days of the month month of adar the glorious month as the days on which the jews verse 22 chapter 9 had rest from their enemies as the month which was turned from sorrow to joy for them and from mourning to a holiday that they should make them days as feasting and joy of sending presents to one another and gifts to the poor come on real christmas So the Jews accepted the custom which they had begun as Mordecai had written to them, because Haman, the son of Hamadeth the Agagite, the enemy of all Jews, had plotted against the Jews to annihilate them, and had cast purr. And purr is, that is the lot to consume them and to destroy. So they turned what he really originatedly cast, which is like rocks or dice or anything to see what the numbers are going to say and what is going to say happens to what you should do in your life. So when, when Haman cast a purr, It said it was supposed to have read kill the Jews. That's how it all started. But they turned what the enemy meant for bad to good. And so the... uh, uh, her to cast pur turned into Perim, the holiday of celebration, because the annihilation of the Jews never happened, never took place, never was founded into the foundation on which God built. It never, ever, ever came to fruition. Come on, somebody. So, uh, in verse 24, chapter 9, because Haman the son had plotted to destroy them, verse 25, but when Esther came before the king, he commanded by letter that this wicked plot, which Haman had devised against the Jews, should return on his own head and that he and his sons should be hanged on the gallows, the same gallows he built for Mordecai. Come on verse 26, chapter 9. So they called these days Perim, after the name Per. Therefore, because all the words of this letter, what they had seen concerning this matter, and what had happened to them, the Jews established and imposed it upon themselves, and their descendants, and all who would join them, that without fail they should celebrate these two days every year, according to written instruction, and according to the prescribed time, that these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation Every family, every province, and every city, that these days of Purim should not fail to be observed among the Jews, and that the memory of them should not perish among their descendants. The Queen Esther, their daughter of Abanael, and Mordecai the Jew, wrote with full authority to confirm the second letter about Purim. And the Mordecai sent letters to all Jews to the one hundred and twenty-seven province of the kingdom of Assurus with words of peace and truth to confirm these days of Purim, the 14th and the 15th. At their appointed time, as Mordecai the Jew, Queen Esther had prescribed for them as they had decreed for themselves and their descendants concerning matters of their fasting and lamenting, lamenting, meaning to uh, cry out and to express sorrow, mourning, mourning, regret as you fast. Amen. And so the decree of Esther, Confirmed these matters of Parim, and it was written in the book. So it was actually written in the Persian book, uh, Chronicles of King Assurus of Jewish law. Come on now. Uh, Mordecai's advancement, and of course, chapter 10, as we end this out, Esther, and the King Assurus imposed tribute on the land and on the islands of the sea. Now all the acts of his power and his might and the account of the greatness of Mordecai to which the king advanced him, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Media, and Persia? Because they are. For Mordecai the Jew was second to King Asuras and was great among the Jews and well received by multitude of his brethren, seeking the good of his people and speaking peace to all his countrymen. The word of God for the people of God. Now let's get into it. As you see, of course, the holiday of Purim is to be celebrated March Uh, 14th and 15th. Of course, uh, the Jewish calendar, I think those days change uh, every year, like Easter, Christmas. And in my opinion, that should not be so because as the word of God says here, it is not my word. It is not uh, 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 something I've made up. It is in the text in chapter nine. You can read it for yourself. It is to be celebrated every 14th and 15th according to the written instructions. So for me, I will be celebrating March 14th and 15th because if it happens, not been for the Jews celebrating God's victory. Come on, somebody. And so, yes, and on the Jewish calendar, they do recognize Purim um, as the Jews were victorious over their enemies. And uh, they celebrated in the glorious month of Hadar, which is the glorious month that is March uh, according to, uh, uh, the Hebrew or Jewish calendar. And, um, it is param in which they celebrate, which should be celebrated on the 14th and the 15th. Now stick that in pen and your note in your mental, spiritual mind, memory, and, uh, do as you will with that as God leads you to do. Uh, thank you, Jesus for that. I now know that there is a mighty day to fast and pray and get some results. Amen. For the kingdom. Now let's talk about it. Let's talk about how, uh, uh, uh. Haman means magnificent and Mordecai means little man. Let's talk about how in the world you may think that you are little. You may think that you are a person that can't do a lot that, you know, because sometimes you can see things on social media. You know, you see people dying. You see people uh, with cancer. You see people with dying at the hands of the police. You see people and injustices going on in the world. And you think to yourself, how can I do anything about this? Maybe you even say, I can't really do nothing about it. You understand what I'm trying to say, like, I got to turn away from this because there ain't even nothing I can really do that will affect change. Well, let me tell you, and I hope that you understand by hearing this story of Esther, a real woman of God, a real man of God, Mordecai and an enemy of God, uh, a Haman, that it is not so you can do something. There is prayer and fasting. There is many results in prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for your resilience. I pray for your courage. I pray for your strength in your next prayer and your next fasting of three days that you get the results, that you get the mighty instruction, that you get led in the direction that God is calling you in the mighty name of Jesus from this text to understand you can overcome all things, all things through Christ Jesus that strengthen us in the mighty name of Jesus. I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of God in the land of the living Psalms 27 and 13. That's what's happened here. What happened here? Here is Esther listened because Esther was told by Mordecai what he was what he was mourning about. That it was a plot out to kill her people. And Esther said, I can't do nothing about it. Because this type of protocol has to be followed in order for me to even get to my husband, the king. But see, had it not been for the original queen who screwed up. Come on, somebody. Ooh, let me understand. Maybe your first marriage wasn't for you. Ha! And if God gave you permission, maybe you went ahead and divorced. But what you need to understand is sometimes we pick who we link up with instead of allowing God to show us who he had designed for us. You see, I think in the text it is very clear in the spiritual realm that the original queen come on somebody you 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 remember right you remember the original queen vashti was removed so that queen esther can be put in place because vashti did not know how to listen she did not to to, to the lord she did not know how to uh, value that which king Hashuras valued which was his choice in her you see, but when Queen Esther was put into it, Queen Esther not only valued her, her stance and the Lord and her place, she valued in the fact that King assures valued in her, her beauty, her favor, the way she listened. Come on, somebody, you're not getting it. Maybe you don't understand something's got to give. You keep listening to your fret flesh. You keep listening to your emotions. You keep listening to your offense. You keep letting yourself talk you out of the blessings of God. You keep letting yourself get talked out of situations in your relationships, in your marriage, because you're offended. Well, how dare they not respect me? How dare they not hear my side? How dare they not hear what I got to say? When you go to God, when you line yourself up Don't none of that matters because that is going to get the victory, the kingdom of God is going to get the victory because the real person, the real reason, the real season, the real meaning of what you are doing and what you are doing it for comes from God, not our flesh. It comes connected in the spirit. So what you got to understand is God is going to remove what don't need to be there so that he can place what needs to be. You see what it means? Haman's plot, Mr. Magnificent, meant nothing. You are in a world where it seems like the corporations always win, where it seems like the big big bad uh, uh, building the big bad corporations, the big bad rich men, the big bad sits on high and, and decides about the little people always wins. But what you got to understand is when you serve a God who can do all things, who can do more than you can ask or imagine, you got to understand you're going to be victorious as the little man no matter what but how you are victorious is what matters God has given you exactly what you need to follow in Esther you understand me there is a a, 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 a following on how you are victorious it is sat out written to you one by one by one verse by verse by verse you can write it down as a list one you got to be humble two you got to listen three you got to surrender four you got to go to God five you have got to fast six you got to pray seven you got to believe eight you got to keep moving even when you don't know where it's gonna come or how it's going to come you have to keep believing nine you got to know that your victory is in God and not in your flesh 10, you shall be victorious in God. And it don't have to even go in that order. I'm telling you, when you get into the text, when you connect to God, when you spend time with God, when you spend more time with God than you spend with your enemies, than you spend thinking about your job and how it pissed you off, when you spend more time with God thinking about uh, 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 what he's going to do for you more than you think about what your husband did, what your, what your wife did, what your kids did to you. Come on, somebody. He's ministering. Talk to me, God. You understand more so than who who stepped over you into a position that you believed was for you You see there are some things that God has got to do in us first You see Queen Vashti didn't get it So he removed her you see but if you decide you do not want to do as God has instructed you What he's also showed you in the text is he gonna find somebody else? enters Queen Hester Mm. Enters Queen Esther hold on a moment cuz I got to sip my tea. Oh Quite literally, I've sipped my tea. Quite literally, there is now a holiday that has been uh, 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 celebrated for hundreds and thousands of years. Victory over the magnificent in the world because the victory came from the little man in the kingdom. Jesus. Are you getting this? Are you understanding that you are not here by accident? That you are not listening to this episode because of happenstance? There are no coincidence in Christ Jesus. You are appointed for such a time as this. Maybe you get sick of the text messages popping up, but God is trying to get your attention. You shall be victorious when you link up with Christ Jesus. You can't do what the world does. You can't respond how the world responds. You can't get caught up in your flesh talk to me. You want to understand something. When you operate how God operates, you're going to win. When you operate how the world operates, Queen Vashti, you're going to lose. Maybe you say, I don't surrender and submit to no man and I got to listen to him. Really? But you want your husband to listen to your feelings. You want your husband to hear your heart. You want your husband to see you. You want to be seen. You want to be recognized. You want to matter to the man you love, but you don't want to, you don't want to do the same thing in return that you you're asking for your husband. You need to be corrected sis. Everything ain't about you. It's about you all because you become one and in becoming one, the same thing that you want for yourself, you must be willing to give and give joyfully because that is what defeats the enemy. That is what strengthens your children. When they see that the link up is a more valuable the connection is more valuable than the disconnection, the discord. Ha! You're more powerful when you're together than when you fight at each other, than when you're calling at one another, than when you are fighting to mean more to him than he means to you. It is called an equal partnership for a reason. Oh, I want you to understand. The only way that you get to understand sometimes what God is trying to show you is to fail previously is to fall. So the Holy Spirit can help you back up. So the Holy Spirit can show you who you really are, can show you who you really are and who you've been in your failures and in your triumphs and your defeats and in your victories and in your mistakes. So you can understand that you are not measured by the flesh. You're measured by the spirit, by your growth, by your challenges. I hope Queen Esther has ministered to you because something has got to give in you so that you can start to see a difference and not just a difference in baby steps, but in a difference in your walk, in your talk, in the teenager, in the adult steps that you have matured in Christ Jesus, that you are no longer in the boot camp of the soldiers, but you've been released into the war, that you've graduated from boot camp to war. Because the enemy has set all around us to kill and destroy you and your plans and your family. And if you have not been set apart or, res- or let me say received the petition to be set apart, then there is a problem. You can't be who you used to be. We're getting ready to get into 2023 and now you got to have on your full armor. Now you got to have your sword swinging and you got to step with the foundation of faith that you shall be victorious, that every prayer that you have prayed that is lined with the will of God shall manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. There is a combining thread that has happened here. And in the combining thread that has happened here, it is listening to the word of God. It is listening to Jesus Christ. It is hearing in the spirit and not in the flesh. Every episode in the women in the Bible series has been about the listening that you can do in your spirit, not listening to be offended, not listening to defend yourself, not listening just to say, okay, I listened. Now what? Not listening like you, don't really care because what you, you just waiting to respond and tell what, what happened with your day. You ain't even really paying attention to what they got to say. Oh, when is they going to be done? So I can say what happened to me, not that type of listening, listening with the intent of your heart to heal the person. Because when you are listening to the person, when you are listening to God, when he's instructing you, it doesn't have anything to do with your emotion. It got to do with him or them. It's not about you at that time. It's about the instruction. It's about what's going forth out of that person into you. But if every time somebody speaks to you, if every time you hear something, you're offended, you're mad, you don't really pay attention, you're showing you could really care less, you're wondering why you don't really hear from certain people all the time. Because they have found out that your listening is about you. Well, you might say, well, if I'm listening to hear that I did something wrong, then how how am I not going to listen about me? Because you're going to hear with your heart to hear how it affected them, not about what you did. So that when you truly ask for forgiveness, it's not about you. It's about the fact that that's what they need. Forgiveness releases us you know how it releases us because it's not about us we realize it really wasn't about us and we made it about us so we release the forgiveness for the person who is talking to us or release our forgiveness for the rebellion of not hearing god so that we can receive what is truly imparted into us without what is imparted to us without malice without judgment So that we can do the will of God without the attachment of the will of the world. Without your mind saying, this is what I want to do, and this is how I see this, and this is how I view this. You start to view it as God has had you to view it. I hope you've really been encouraged. Father God, I thank you for those that have come. I thank you for those that will here. I thank you for those that will be of good courage, of be of strong mind and, and, and wisdom in you, Christ Jesus, to act on what they heard and to be obedient by what they've heard today. Father God, I ask you to give them strength to carry out, not just into the week, but into the month, into the new year coming and be who you've called them to be. And put the enemy to shame that they ain't going to never do, that they're going to to always be who they are, that they're never going to shake it off, that they're never going to break free uh, 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 of those things, the bondage that seems to hold them down, that they will resume and take up the spirit of the Lord and the fruit of, of, of the spirit and the armor of God and continue on to the war and fight. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And thank God. I'm asking you that if there is a prayer that you need us to touch and agree with you for. Make sure to email us at spirituallyundefeated at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at lilies, L-I-L-Y-S, in the valley podcast on Instagram. And you can DM us there too, but be encouraged. Like, share, subscribe hit that bell button so that you can be alerted when a new episode is released in the mighty name of Jesus. This concludes our Women in the Bible series. And I'm looking forward to what thus saith the Lord as we meet on next Monday. Remember, all episodes are uh, released every Monday. And if you can be so encouraged, and if you can be so inclined, pray for Lilies in the Valley podcast so that it gets to the places God would have it to get to, that we stay in the will of God and we touch those that God has called us to touch and be delivered from ourselves and be surrendered into the hands and arms of Christ Jesus. I am so glad that you came. Here. And if it is your first time, I thank God that it won't be your last. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. There is a question on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify or you listen on Anchor, there's a question that ask you how you like the episode. Answer. It doesn't take a few more, it doesn't take but a few minutes. You, you do everything else in the secular world on IG, on Facebook, what you like. Come on, just share with us what it's done and what it's manifested in your life so other people can see and be led by the Spirit to do those things according to first John four and six. We love you. We thank you. And you have a blessed day. Oh, Hey, I told you about the technical difficulty before I go. So please make sure that even you listen to the one that's for nine minutes that pre, uh, that leads up to this one. Love you.